everyone, I am back. This is my review for Real Housewives of New York. Okay, so in this episode, we are, the biggest thing was, I think, the whole birthday party that Luann was throwing for both Sonia and Ramona, all right? So, you know, instead of Ramona doing her own 55-person birthday or whatever, now she's doing the joint one with, um, having one with Sonia, which I thought was really nice. Um, much smaller crowd. We understand why, but it was, I mean, it was okay. You know, um, Leah was responsible for the cake and she ended up getting two cakes and we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, so let's go over a few different things. They're back from Salem and <clears throat> we see, um, Luann is going to throw this, uh, she's, she's, going to donate some money. I mean, she's going to record a song that's going to be donated to some, I don't know, whatever uh, charity. I don't know the name of it. I can't remember, but she's doing this Christmas song and the, the money made from this Christmas song is supposed to go to whatever the charity is. So she's asked some, uh, the ladies to, you know, record some verses for her song. So we see her, she initially, she speaks to Ramona about it before they actually do the recording. She lets Ramona know that, you know, she's definitely going to be, you know, putting together her party. And Ramona's very excited about that. You know, Ramona had not been in Luann's new apartment. So this is the first time she's seen the new apartment. Luann showed her the, the um, her new piano. And, you know, they talk about a little bit about Sonia and, and, and all of that. And I think, you know, the thing is, with Sonia is that, you know, it's only so much you can do. Either she feels she has a problem or she doesn't. If she does get to a point of saying she has a problem, then she'll do something about it. And we know Sonia does not feel that she has an issue whatsoever. So we're going to keep it moving. That's all we can say about that. We get to Sonia. Sonia's meeting with Ebony at, you know, the boxing ring. You know, they got the guy who's teaching them how to box. It's a really good stress reliever as well as helping them stay in shape. And the guy's talking to Sonia about, well, we get, we get to learn a little bit more about the father. And the guy was like, oh, no, what was it? Maybe it was Ebony. I think it was Ebony to ask Sonia what was her parents' relationship like. And she said, well, they started out, it's a great romance story. and But then just things just deteriorated. And, again, if the father was an alcoholic, then that definitely plays a role in why the relationship deteriorated. And Sonia didn't have a lot of, a much of a relationship with her father. So we thinking, I guess they're trying to get at that Sonia's dealing with father issues. She's dealing with abandonment issues. So we're going to work everything out. And, and Sonia mentioned how things went in Salem a little bit to the guy that's teaching him how to box. And so get her frustrations out. And, you know, he was really encouraging and letting her know that you can't let people walk over you. You cannot change what has happened in the past. It's nothing you can do about it. You can't step back in time and say or do things differently because it has already occurred. But you can control your future. You know, and I, and I always say that about any of us who have dealt with situations, be it a relationship on a, a, a romantic level or with a family relationship, you know, things that have happened in your past that did not go in the manner that you would have liked it to go, you can't change it. All you can do is move forward in the future and the way that you move forward, you can decide on how things are going to go for the most part. Now, some things can happen unexpectedly. Situations can occur that out of the blue, but for the most part, you can develop your relationships with people based on how you present yourself, based on how you um, 
want to be treated, you know, and all that good stuff. So I was really happy that, you know, they had this conversation with Sonia and she is, I think, feeling a little bit more empowered and maybe a little bit more at ease. My issue with Sonia still is she's still living in the past as far as being a Morgan, as far as that townhome that, oh my God, she needs to get rid of it. Or if she's not going to get rid of it, then she needs a complete overhaul. And because it's still dated, it's so dated and it just needs some work. But I think personally for her own mental sanity, she needs to be out of there. But anyway, that's a different conversation. Um, we also see, uh, what was it, Ebony and her, you know, trying to find out about her family. Now, I wasn't, I didn't know, maybe I did pay attention that Ebony doesn't know much about her father's side family. She doesn't even know who her real father is. And she's in this search of trying to figure out getting her dna test done and trying to understand who her real dad is now if she's i guess she was raised by a grandmother because i'm like wouldn't her mother have told her who her father is like i said those are a little bit of things in her background that i missed um so pardon me for not remembering like i know she was close to a grandmother i'm not sure about her mom what that relationship was like but she's still trying to figure out who her father's side of the family is She's been in contact with this young lady named Alicia, who is supposedly her sister. So they're going to do this DNA test and they're going to find out a little bit more about who they are and all of that good stuff. So maybe everybody can get some understanding about that side of her family. So that's a big deal um, for Ebony. And I'm like, okay, that, that, that seems pretty cool. You know, I would, I would imagine that that's a, to not know who you're, father is got to be, you know, you feel like you're empty. You feel like there's a part of you that you don't understand and know about. There's so many reasons to want to know who your, who both of your parents are. And, and, you know, she's, you know, she's 37 and she wants to get a better understanding and clarity and, and, you know, that's a good thing. So I'm happy for Ebony as far as her looking, her moving forward and doing what she needs to do. She had mentioned about the guy that she calls her father was not always around like he didn't come to her graduation when she went to school in North Carolina um you know he's kind of been sporadic in her life and I don't know what that's all about I don't know if she knows what that's all about so that was interesting to find out um so let's get to uh Luann and she's having this you know the, the ladies to come by one by one to record verses on this Christmas song so the first one to come by is, I think it was Ramona. She came by. She, she, she's, I think she's tone deaf. She was horrible. <laughs> I don't know. They're going to auto-tune her to death because it ain't like Luann can sing either. Luann was acting like she was this big star. Girl, you can't sing either. So <laughs> you laughing at Ramona how bad she was. You ain't a whole lot better, to be honest. Then we had Sonya sounded pretty good. I like Sonya's um, energy. She was happy-go-lucky. She actually doesn't sound too bad. I like Sonia. Ebony was okay, too. She didn't sound bad. Um, we get to Leah comes by. And Leah had already met with Luann earlier. Luann and her got together, and they were talking about the, the, the party for Sonia and Ramona. And, you know, Leah is going to, like I said, she's going to order the cake. They were talking about, you know, some of the logistics. And then Luann brings up the whole fundraiser, well, not fundraiser, um, the song that she's going to donate proceeds to this, whatever the name of that charity. 
So Leah is like, well, okay, you know, do I get a contract, you know, and then I can give that over to my attorney because she wants to be like, all right. And Lynn's like, well, you know, you don't really need that. It's more of just a volunteer type situation. And Leah's feeling like, well, so I'm a little concerned that, you know, that I don't want to be held liable for anything, my voice being used on something else, and it turns out to be something not good or whatever. And I end up getting called, you know, getting the blowback from it later on down the line, years later. You know, she expressed concern about the use of her voice on this song without having the contract. She's a little bit leery. And she just want to make sure everything is on the up and up. And Lynn was like, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. And of course, it's me. So you can trust me. I wouldn't screw you over is what, you know, Luann was letting her know. Now, the question is, was Leah wrong? No, Leah was not wrong. Um, I think that, you know, the other ladies didn't even, even Ebony didn't even bother to go down that road about, you know, contracts and things of that nature. So I don't think it was a bad thing to ask. I don't think it means anything about not trusting the person or trusting Luann in this case. It's just you want to take care of business. And even though, because you're making money off of this and supposedly that money is going to that charity and your name and voice is being associated with this song, you want to make sure that everything is done on the up and up. Because what if for some reason if later on we find out that the song made, I don't know, however, however much money it makes and the proceeds didn't never got to the charity. So then you looking bad because you're part of that. So I get what Leah is saying. I understood it. So I'm like, okay, I got you. So this was a previous meeting with Luann. Luann assured her everything's on the up and up. Everything's going to be okay. When Leah gets to Luann's house to record her vocals, Leah brings it up again about she met with her attorney. She has some questions again about contracts, the usage of the name, the voice, et cetera, et cetera. And the guy that's there, there's a, you know, he's her, um, Luann's business partner for, you know, this, 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 um, music that they're working on. And he was like, oh, you know, he's trying to be like, oh, no, 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 it's no, you know, we're not doing anything. You know, he was trying to reassure her and kind of go through some of the logistics. Luann is a little insulted because she was like, wait a minute, we already had this conversation. Why are you coming into the house still talking about contracts and things of that nature? And percentages and making money off of this. She said, you know, this is a, this type of business doesn't make a whole lot of money. Uh, and, and the way goes on to say how much she, you know, she's volunteered her time and all of that. And, you know, and she was getting, she was insulted. So she was getting loud with Leah and Leah was like, look, I don't know why you're getting loud with me. And Luann was like, you're coming in the house and being very insulting to everyone that's in here about this entire situation. If you don't want to participate, then you don't need to participate. I felt like Luann just, I mean, I guess in that moment before Leah got there, she should have had another conversation with Luann and straightened everything out. But, you know, to do this in front, well, she did it with the right people because these are the people that's making the decisions. And this is a money-making venture. So I didn't disagree completely with, with, with um, Leah as far as getting her lawyers involved and trying to make sure everything's on the up and up. I didn't completely disagree with Leah about that. But, you know, so they got past that for the moment. And she went ahead and she did her recording. I don't even remember how it sounded because you know what? I kind of tuned Leah out. <laughs> I just tune her out sometimes. I'm like, you know, Leah, do I like Leah? I have my moments where she seems to be 
she don't take herself self too seriously, but at the same time, I just feel like sometimes it's a little bit too much. But anyway, that's just my personal thoughts on Leah. So anyway, we get to the birthday party. We get to the venue. It's a really nice venue. And um, all the ladies there, I don't think they were overly excited to see Brashawn. You know, I really don't believe so. I think that the uh, events in Salem left somewhat of a negative taste, even though they didn't say anything except for Sonia, because she was like, well, you know, um, I think I can get along with her. And, you know, she was making remarks again about Rashawn and the things that happened in Salem. So I don't think that Sonia is 100% okay. She's trying to be okay, but she's not 100% there. Rashawn is recognizing the energy and she's like, you know what? It's not my party. I'm glad I was invited. I'm just going to kind of sit back and observe. She was a little bit more toned down. So um, they, who, who they, oh, oh, so we have the guests that come by. I think Ramona invited two guys. One name is Will and I forget the other guy's name. And then we had the guy who was the, the artist, I mean, the, the, the model that did the nude, uh, who was in the nude in um, the Hamptons, he was there, um, which is someone that Ramona had an interest in. Now this guy's considerably younger than Ramona, but she don't seem to care. And then there was a guy that, Kind of reminds me of a Johnny Depp type person with the long hair and stuff. I really think Luann was checking him out because that is definitely her type. But supposedly he was there with Ramona. So I, I don't know. And and then there was another guy. I don't know. Ramona had a share of men. Okay. It is what it is. So they had some, they had some, basically they had strippers there dancing. And Ramona was not happy with that. You know, she was like, well, I don't really need them touching me. I can just watch from afar. All right. So they were, the ladies was having a good time with the strippers. And then they, you know, um, they brought the cake out or cakes and they had one, you know, shaped as a penis, the other one as a vagina. You know, this is what Leah would do. It was, it was cute. It was funny. It was funny. Now, the interesting part of the evening was when Ebony is talking to the other ladies. Uh, Luann wasn't over there with them at the moment. So she's talking to Sonia and Ramona. And she's like, and I don't know if Leah was standing there. I'm not sure if Leah was standing there or not. But Ebony is let them, letting them know about this Black Shabbat event. And I guess she knows some black Jewish individuals and she wants to invite the ladies to a black Shabbat. I don't really know much about this. Ramona was questioning what it is. Why do you have to call it a black Shabbat? Just say you want, yeah, we're going to a party. Ebony is like, oh, well, you know, um, it, you know, she kind of gives a little bit of a, a little bit of explanation of what it specifically is, but you could tell before we got to that part, before she got to the part of the invite, Bashar walked over and she kind of looked you, she did not want to say anything in front of Rashawn because she didn't want to invite Rashawn. Rashawn stands there. So this is when she continues on the conversation. and But she lets Rashawn know. I think Rashawn mentioned about coming to the party or something. And she's like, oh, no, it, you know, it's at a friend's house and they have COVID restrictions. And, you know, she goes down the list of lies. She didn't want Rashawn to come. Again, these ladies are not really featuring Rashawn. They really are not. And Rashad, she was like, in her confessional, she was like, okay, um, if it's anything like Ebony's Harlem party that she had, I'm not missing out on anything. I'm good. I don't blame you, Rashad. I, I really, really don't blame you. And I hope 
even though I, I kind of like Bashan, I think she brings a different type of fun. <sighs> These ladies are a little bit too straight laced to, and I know that sounds crazy because most of the time they are wilding out, but Bashan is just, I don't know, maybe we'll see how time moves forward. But right now they don't see it for her. They really don't. And she knows it. She recognizes it. So she's very, very perceptive. So that was kind of funny. Um, then we see Leah talking with the other ladies about the whole contract or lack of thereof and the proceeds from this Christmas CD or Christmas song, whatever. And then her, and so then, you know, then, um, sorry, Luann comes over, they get into another argument. Ramona jumps into it, talking about some, um, telling Leah not to talk like that to my friend. And it just was an unnecessary mess as usual. Cause it's like, Leah was not wrong for questioning, you know, for putting her questions out there. She was not wrong for that, but you know, so they, I don't know. I don't know if they are really settled. They, they did hug it out, but I don't think that's really settled. And I think Luann is going to be like, okay, girl, I really don't see it for you. And I don't like the way you came at me. And I don't like the way that you implied that I am untrustworthy. I, I just don't see it for you. I, I, I'm waiting for Luann to go there. We're going to see what happens. But, you know, that's really, if I can remember, that's really the entire episode. I am on the fence about this entire season. I'm going to say this. I am trying to get into it. I am trying to connect, but it's not happening. It really and truthfully, I'm having a very, I'm going to finish reviewing this whole season, but it's very difficult. It's just not what I was hoping for. Do I like Ebony? She's okay. I just don't believe she fits well with this group. I, I just don't know. But anyway, Leah, mm, mm, she has her moments. But, you know, I'm going to keep pushing through with the reviews. I'm going to get to the, you know, I'm sure the, the reunion is going to be out of this world. I'm sure usually reunions, even if the season is kind of dry, the reunions are typically off the hook because people have had a chance to watch and see what was said in the, uh, the confessionals. They've had a chance to see things that maybe they weren't in that scene and they're hearing what people are saying. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of time to take in all this information and have a reaction and 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 give some responses. You know, the reunions are always a, a, a it's tough. It's tough to handle. So I'm looking forward to that. That's all I got for right now. Talk to you later. Peace.